Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital Recap. The first one of 2023, January 2nd through 6th. What a way to start off the year. I loved it. It actually went together so well. I had to watch every single night. Like, I could not. Yeah. I watched them all together. Well, I watched Tuesday. And then I watched the rest of them thinking I was just going to watch, like, the next two episodes. And then I'd catch up. And... When I went back to watch Fridays, I had like 10 minutes left. I had watched all of them and not realized because they went together so well. They did. They really, really did. So we did have a few Port Charles pipelines, one of which was regarding the recap. Okay. Like the annual recap that we did for 2022. So first I caught myself because we talked about Brooklyn and Chase kissing twice. The first kiss was kind of like the emotional kiss but it wasn't a romantic kiss it was the chip kiss where she dropped the chips in the hospital yes and then the second one was the one that by the time it happened and i think that's why is because the first time it happened we're like oh, it's happening and then they dropped it and then they dropped it until for six months yes and then by the time they did we're like all right thank you mm-hmm. so this is why i listen to our episodes because i correct myself a there lot <laughs> anyway So we received a message from Richard, Rocky's PR representative. Okay. He would like me to inform the podcast that he must have deleted some text on the form when he was filling out. Because if you remember correctly, all he said was he was looking forward to Victor. Yes. And we were both, what? When Rocky said that he was rooting for Victor, what he meant was the soaps and wrestling and comics are always the best with a good villain. That is true. Absolutely true. Superman and Lex, Batman and the Joker, Austin and McMahon. 
So he wants Victor to do well because then the heroes like Laura will also do well. Aww. So we can still be friends. <laughs> I thought that was cute. That is cute. So we would just like to correct that for Rocky. I'm glad we can still be friends. Thank you for sending your representative to us. <laughs> and then we have a new listener, Samantha, sent us an email saying, I just found your podcast and I'm so bummed that I didn't get to fill out the prediction form. It's okay. We'll still read. I can also see that I have something in common with one of you as my only child has autism. That would be Shannon. That's me. It would be nice if the Q's donated money for a center for autistic kids. It's a very, it is very expensive for services, as you said, and we were blessed to get our son into Mitchell's place near Birmingham, Alabama. So if you're in that area, I guess look into that. It made a world of difference in his life and ours. I am now following you. My favorite. Hi, welcome. <laughs> My favorite characters are Diane, Ava, Valentine, and Dex. Oh, yeah. And this was sent on Saturday morning. And I had written again as I was listening to the recap. So Thursday, why did I never think or did I? And I just forget that I did that the quarter main picnic should benefit autism services, autism awareness and acceptance instead of the pediatric wing at General Hospital. That would have been a great platform for Ned and Olivia to say, hey, we are just starting this. Here are the things that we have learned with talking to other parents. Yes. This has to change. We need to be able to use our bajillion dollars. And it would have made sense that it was the first annual, even though it's not annual. (laughs) Till it happens this year it's not annual, <laughs> but they could have shared, you know, the struggles and maybe brought in some parents. <clears throat> Shannon would go Can that I get a plus one, please to share their Yes. Because you've been a great support system for me for the past 10 years. Thank you. And okay. So by your reaction, I never said that. No. Why did I not think about I that back then? I because don't know. That, it would have been great to have, you know, real parents coming in, sharing their stories Yes. Of some of the struggles that they've had. I'm available. There you go. I have a lot going in my life, but there is definitely one thing that I will always make time for, and it is advocacy. Yes. So call me (laughs) or write me at peer54podcast at gmail.com. If you have a thought, I should do infomercials. Right. (laughs) But that's also the email for you to send us little notes and everything to be part of the Port Charles Pipeline. And then I watched one of the Murdervilles this week, and Jason Bateman was talking about how he heard a jingle, maybe three or five bells before someone was killed. Oh. And I just thought that was funny. They got to get it from somewhere. Yes. Do you have anything? No. Okay. So for Hulu headlines, Monday we did not have an episode as we talked about. Uh, it was the Rose Bowl. All right. Tuesday, the hook attacks again. Wednesday, Cameron and Scott catch up. Yeah. But that would, I like that because it would be, huh. All right. What are they talking about? Yeah. I guess. So it would be enough to kind of be like, okay, Thursday, Martin takes on a new client. Yeah. And on Friday, Sunny blasts Nicholas. Yes. Yes. They were accurate. They just weren't very exciting. So we have a new location. I'm just going to throw that out there. There has never been Pier 27 before. yes. However, it is definitely Pier 54, just but they did take down the Harbor Master wording on the door. door. Yes. I went a little psycho on that one. (laughs) So we haven't been replaced. Thank you. I was just annoyed that 
Pier 27 was close enough for Britt to have heard Joss. But when... And she was on 55. Right. Did I say 54? Sorry. No, 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 no. no. Just like the difference. No, but right. there's 27 yeah. to 55. But Britt's suitcase you never saw on 55. So I assume that she ran to Joss. So she left it on 27. But when Carly and Drew were there having smoochy time, there was no suitcase. So at some point in time, Britt would have gone back to get her suitcase before she went back to the boat. Why didn't she see them? And then they would have said, hey, Joss was just getting attacked. Carly, you might want to go check out your kid. There was a lot of little holes. Yeah. This week, I did not think about that one. Yes. That's accurate because we do assume that there is 28 through 53. We know that 52. We did an entire episode on the waterfront and all the notable peers, but that's why I did reference the wiki to make sure that. Yes. 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 I've never seen 27. The only other one, I think the lowest one we've seen is 17. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, I assume that there's spacing to them and that's why they're numbered that way. So you at how least can need you to be able this, to fit a boat, right? But you can't hear that, you know? I imagine, I mean, it's like any port, right? Like the docks have, each have so many slots, some kind of a warehouse, right? Or business, but you have to be able to fit a boat because mm-hmm. that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. My issue with the Carly and Drew kiss on 27 is. Where did he get the champagne? He took it from Britt's and the, Did he? Okay. They didn't, I didn't show that, but he had gone to Is that to what Brits. we are to? Well, yes. Right, but he, you didn't see it. No. They he did not show it. happened they, to bring champagne and glasses. Yes. He had gone to the, the party. Stole. And was like, oh, no, I missed it. And then I'm assuming that he grabbed it from there. I mean, there would have been some leftover. Maxie would have been like, you know, go ahead and take some extra. Let's not have it go to waste. Okay, but that was my, I'm like, and where did you get that from? Yes. It's not like he had like a little wine case that he brought to nope. party. I'm assuming that he swiped it. But that okay. is the issue too. How many people walked up and down to the boat that they would have had to have crossed the piers? You would have heard the police, the screaming, the whatever. But I'm also impressed with how nope. late these people are up because it was they did, but they did midnight and it felt like this was hours later at least Two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. On New Year's Eve. But still, it was still late. <laughs> okay. Do you remember what it was like to be cool and have plants on New Year's Eve? You stayed out late. Yeah, now, but now I'm closer to a lot of these people's age. And I, I want to know how they're doing that. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I feel like if you had the time and money that you got all fancy schmancy and we're going they out for a big nap party. during the day they could have they could have. we missed the naps that's, that's what true. we missed we missed right. nap time there you go but real quick back to the piers 47 is where the fireworks were okay that's what maxi said and that is where anna thought that lucy was meeting victor mm-hmm. but it was actually 55 and the only other thing that we ever heard 47 for was Matt Hunter had like a party boat okay. leaving from there. So, all right. Yeah. We're way into our beers. <laughs> it's like they're important to us. Uh-huh. They're important to our brand. 
And then Carly also showed up to Britt's party late, mm-hmm. like you said. And she's like, oh, no, I'm like, I'm sorry. If you show up to a New Year's Eve party after, after midnight, yes, you are late. Yes. Yes. Even I, if you were up until two or three in the morning, even if the party's going all night, if you get there after midnight, don't be surprised when no one else is there. Right. Right. That's kind of where I was going. No, I, I they're showing up to this party at I agree. 2 a.m. Like, oh, man, it's over. No, I agree. If I was going to attempt to show up to a party that late, I would have called or texted one of my friends and been like, hey, is it still going on? Is it even worth right. me getting ready to come out there? Because... It's already past midnight. I wasn't sure what time the festivities were winding down. Right. Especially knowing that there was fireworks that people were right. kind of, the boat for, most likely. But exactly. That kind of signifies the end of the night. Yeah. But before, like, everything, I and I was under the impression it was more of, like, quote, cleanup time, but it wasn't really when Maxie and Britt were talking about her upbringing. Yes. And how Liesl wound up thanking Maxie for marrying Nathan. Yes. And giving her sweet. James mm-hmm. and Maxie telling Liesl to quit beating herself up. I, yeah, oh. she was right though. It was Maxie and Liesl talking about Brit's upbringing, not Brit. Brit, yes. sorry, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Sorry, my brain didn't even correct you because I knew where you were at. Yeah, no, it was very sweet because Liesl doesn't need to keep beating herself up, like especially considering she didn't do all the things she says she should have done. Both of her children ended up being very good citizens as far as <sighs> as far as trying to help other people. Britt, not as much as Nathan, but Britt started off yeah. kind of not. But she redeemed we herself. Did do much a four- like yes, we did do a 411 about Britt when she came back. However, I think it was also before we started doing like the extra steps Mm -hmm. so there's probably a lot that we missed there we'll do the remix version someday (laughs) there you go this week we are going to be talking about the haunted star for the poor charles 411 because there is a lot of fun history there yes but also part of the reason is because we wanted to do brit and brad and there's no write-up for any friendships which i'm kind of bummed about because like there should be like a maxi and lulu you mean Maxie and Sam? Yes. <laughs> but, you yes. know, like, some of the friendships really should be, yep. have their own. Exactly. Do we want to stay on that, or do we want... You go wherever you want. I am open to I think to that, that all happened on Monday, didn't it? Or Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. I think it was the first episode this week is when the hook stuff happened. Yeah, because we saw on Friday that Britt got hooked and came back. Right. But we didn't realize until the very end of that that she got hooked. And I was glad that they gave you that extra minute because at first I was like, how is she going to die from that? It was just a little scrape. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's right. There's poison on it. I forgot. But, okay, so Britt came back to the Haunted Star to spend time with Liesl because she knew. Do you think she knew? I do. I don't think she knew yet. Now I'm going to disagree no. with you there. I think that she really did realize that there was so much more that she could do there and that she thought she was fine. Okay. And then it kind of hit her like, oh, wait, I'm not feeling well. Now I got it. She and Liesl did a shot. Yes. 
And Liesl sang her happy birthday. Yes. I'm surprised that Liesl didn't get it faster, though. When and she, she gave her a mark. toast. Yeah, but it was it was just a scratch. But n- now I'm questioning Diane was poisoned. And I know that they've kind of alluded to it's become more poisonous with each yes. one. Did Rory have poison? I think so. I think I think okay. he did. I think he did. I mean, he died from the wound. Right, right. But I think that he did. Okay. But yeah, it took me a minute to realize that Britt was going to die. I mean, I knew she was leaving, obviously. We talked about this before. Yeah. But whenever they brought her back, I thought, oh, maybe they're just going to not show her as much. Like, she's resting from treatment or whatever. And then, nope, she's dying because she got hooked. I hate it, but I feel like that was a really nice way to end that character where she has had such a bad rep and she went out protecting somebody. Mm, no. I, I, trust me, I am not. No, happy I, that they killed her. I wish all. that they would have just let her go. Yeah. And then there was always the possibility of bringing her back. Now you, there's no way. No, there's no way she's coming back. No. So I didn't, I didn't like that. But then if she came back in two years, we should be expecting her to be progressing in her disease that I'm kind of upset about that. They didn't right. have it progress because we were looking forward to the educational piece of Watching right. them bring real life onto, and I feel like the actress could, mm-hmm. pull or that. if there's been advances like we talked about with Robin, mm-hmm. they have discussed openly the changes in medicine and treatment from when Robin was originally infected with HIV to now that there is so much medicine that can suppress the virus and whatever. So if there had been some type of discovery in the next couple of years, Britt would have come back and been like, oh, the symptoms aren't as bad because yeah. so-and-so discovered this and we could learn about it. Oh, and we could have seen her keeping in contact with Ms. Wu just to get a checkup on everybody. Right. And I feel like they could have done interactions the way that they have done with like lucky and stuff of oh here's a phone call right here's an email here's a whatever you don't have to show her but still kept her as a presence if they wanted to bring her back and if not just have it slowly trail off and there you go i'm just saying like i'm glad that they at least did it in the way that they did if the choice was to kill her because they celebrated she died in a nice way not uh, she did not die in a nice way but she didn't just randomly get killed like brando Agreed. But I also felt like having her die this way changed my perspective of Dex some because for him to just leave her on the docks alone. Yeah. That's not like, no, like Jason, even without the relationship, Jason never would have been like, oh no, they're going to question where my gun came from here. You stay here. or We're going to leave and left her alone on the dock. He would have thrown it into the water. Yeah. And said, I think that part of why he did choose to leave, though, is because this would now be the fourth one that he was there when they were hooked. I guess that's true, but I feel like... I still don't feel like he's that self-serving, though. I think you're right. I mean, it's the second one that Joss has been at. We're not going to suspect her, so... Right. Third. Brando was hooked because of her, and she was at Ava. Okay, so yeah. Maybe Joss is the... Right? (laughs) We obviously know that is not. That would have been way more interesting than 
it turning out to be Heather, but I don't think that's accurate. I don't, I think that that was a copycat. I think that Heather was a copycatting. I don't think she's been the hook the whole time. She used her right hand. I did like the explanation of the mask though. Yes. Because Diane said that she saw her face because that was something that we were like, how come what? she doesn't know? Yeah. So I'm sticking with my two hook theory. I'm sticking with the fact but then that it's three hooks because Esme really did do the one that, but that was a straight up copycat. That was, I don't feel like that was, I don't know, a hook killing. It was just Esme killing, but using the guise of the hook. But the, the treasure of Ryan's was left. You don't think that was from Heather? Heather? So we're sticking with the two. I still don't think it was Esme though. Well, that I, I do think that Heather is would, known to Esme as Maggie. I would really love if there is another person because that would make it so much more interesting. Yes. Or if there's not, if Heather isn't Maggie, but Maggie is the other hook. Yeah. Maybe Maggie and Heather have kept in touch because. Yes. Okay. That would be okay. I think that Maggie's involved in here somewhere. I don't know why. Like that just keeps. No, because it was the only person that she was talking to and that knew the Ryan connection. So it right. makes sense that she would come to Esme to say, hey, stay away for real. And if she knows that she's pregnant to try to help with that situation. Right. So I'm with you. With Heather Maggie. didn't know that they were having a that Esme's yeah but that also could have been because Esme has not been able to write true for some time true yeah I don't know I'm I'm happy to see where that plays out I don't want it to just be Heather though we need more of a storyline yes because because I don't even understand why Heather would be trying to frame Ryan like she hadn't spoken to him in the beginning correct so why would she be dropping charms and trying to get him in trouble i don't understand but then also what's the tie-in to the poison that was used is the one that killed the guy yes that was with finn and reiko right so where's the tie-in there why was that poison because remember finn said to her you must have been traveling abroad mm -hmm. to get this rash or whatever it was the other person working with her was the person who traveled abroad got the poison working with them right sticking with maggie maybe now i'll go with maggie is another person and heather she has been the in-between between esme and mag heather but that would be taking it back to being angry with jeff maybe reiko's maggie no please don't do that but do you see what i'm saying like yeah no, I There's, get it. They're yeah. two different stories, but I don't get the connection yet. Unless they're just dropping the fact that that poison has anything to do with Finn. Well, that would make me mad, too, because it was actually an intriguing storyline. But that's why I was talking about the loose ends that they're... Yeah, I know. They always do. But sometimes I wish they would think more about those types of things. We have to things. explain this poison? Yeah. Because it's been central to Right, they everyone. could have used... Any other poison. And right. at first, the staff at GH still wouldn't have been searching for poison because they would have thought it was just a hook that killed them. So why we took it back to the one that has to do with Finn and Reiko, there has to be an explanation there. There better be, or I'm going to be mad. So Maybe Heather's just trying to kind of frame Ryan because she wants him to stay away from Esme. Maybe. 
I don't think that's going to work, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I still, I'm just not buying that Heather is the one and only. Okay. Maybe the other one's Mason. And he actually no, has something to do. No. <laughs> I need more background on what the heck with Mason. But this would give it to us. I don't know. Mm, I, no. I don't know. There's some other spooky story with him that we'll get to. Oh, but they also said that there were multiple hook sightings that night. True. True. So could it be somebody or people just... It's a weird thing to want to copycat, but okay. I know. I don't know. I really don't. I I don't even have a theory other than I hope it's more of a storyline than just Heather's crazy. Yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Not really a good segue there. There's not. Um, well, Esme showed up on the Haunted Star. She did. Right after Spencer was telling Trina about how much he loves Brit and yes. how she, he was sad that things didn't work out. I like that this is going to, I feel like, catapult the relationship with Spencer and Trina because she's so, she sees how much he cared about Brit and then... You could tell whenever she saw that Esme was pregnant, she was like, oh, no, I'm done. Like, that crazy Right, chick. but he jumped and to he help her still. was like, let me make sure she's okay, but no way that baby's mine. And then she got to hear that the baby is actually Nicholas's. And so she's like, oh, my God, Spencer, your family really is totally messed up. But when he was talking to her, she realized and she said to him, you really don't expect anything good to last. Yes. And he explained it perfectly though. But, but that's exactly, it was just, I think that that was kind of a switch to her in, I don't want to say that she was rationalizing all the things, but right. understanding his thought process a little bit more. But I agree. I definitely think that, you know, the second that he rushed to help Esme because it was Trina that saw that she was pregnant. Right. He didn't even see that. No. So he just saw that Esme passed out. Right. And she was I think that Trina absolutely knows that he has no romantic feelings, yeah. but he is not going to let her die. Her die. Yep. I loved that he called Liz. Yes. Because Esme had the altercation with Liz. So like, right. hey, just a heads up. And 
Dante showed up at the hospital to get her effects and there was an ornament in there. Smart, smart girl. It was super smart. I was hoping that Spencer was going to see it. Though. <gasps> oh, because and it would have been a Cassidyne ornament. Yes. Oh. Yes, because she took it as like a memory of their first Christmas. And oh, see, I thought that she took it as a link to this is where I've been. No, she said she was taking it. She said something about Ace, this is for our first Christmas or something. Maybe it was a combination of the two. Yeah. But I felt like it was a to remember the Christmas that she was pregnant, even though it was crappy circumstances. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that bag was clear and all her stuff was right. in it. And so I really wanted Dante just to happen to turn for a second and Spencer be like, wait a second, where yeah. did she get that from? Because we had those on the Christmas tree when I was little, blah, 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 blah. Right. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like she does have double motives whenever it comes to a lot of things. I think, yeah, she's not dumb. Does I, she have amnesia? I don't know. I think she does. Do you? I do. She's pretty convincing, if not, because even the way, or especially the way she was talking to Liz, I was like, wow, I don't know that I could fake that. No. Asking her for help. Well, especially when the way that Esme reacted when Liz was almost going to do an emergency cesarean without any anesthesia yeah. and all that, it broke her. Right. Liesl that is approaching true. her. She never broke. Yeah. And never said, I'm so sorry. I have, I honest to goodness have no idea, you know, and like at least become Esme then. Right. But she is That's seven months point. along. So she is further along than what I we feel like we've been hearing. She was so little. Yes. And Kevin's back. I even wrote, there you go, Amanda. <laughs> Kevin's back. <laughs> yes. Finally. <laughs> but still only to be like the trigger of her realizing she knows Ryan. But I like that because it's going to kind of piece everything together. Yeah. yeah. But he still doesn't have his own storyline. I loved that Martin walked in and was like, no, do not talk to her. Yep. Get out of here because I don't know what you're trying to use against her and what you're trying to help her with. So mm -mm, get out. Yeah. And she did seem very, I mean, and it could go to acting, but she seemed very confused and just right when they were telling her when she didn't know she was pregnant. Yes. And she's like, yes. what are you talking about? And then when she lifted up the blanket and she's like, what is that? <laughs> right. Yeah. No idea who the father is. I love the fact that it's going to be Ava that blows it all up, I think. Because she was like, <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> Wait, what? She's pregnant? And you could just see all of her emotion like flash across her face like, mm -mm, nope, I'm not standing by you anymore. And Nicholas actually trying to get her to go talk in private. And right. she's like, no, I'm good because nope. there's your mom. There's your son. Exactly. There's Trina. Yep. There's a cop. Right. So, no, I'm good. Go ahead. It's the baby yours. Right. Say what you want to say. Come on. Poor Laura. Everyone's though. faces, though. Yes. Poor Laura. She's like, I was just talking to Ava and asking her if she had any insight and she didn't know anything. And we left on good terms. And now here I am finding out at the same time that she does that it's Esme that is pregnant. And Laura realizing, obviously, that means that Nicholas slept with his son's girlfriend. Yeah. Ew. But that's exactly it. She obviously found out right at the same time that Laura did. So, right. She knows. She was yeah. doing the respectful thing of, okay, if I have something that's like seriously detrimental, that. Right. But right now it's just 
just a messy marriage breaking up mm-hmm. that you don't need to get involved in. Right. At that but point, she it told didn't Laura, matter. Yes. Yes. If something comes up that I think that you do need to know. Yes. I will absolutely. <sighs> I think when the person could possibly be in danger, that's right. a fair time right. to. Ava still cares about Nicholas enough and respects Laura enough, or at that point, still cared about Nicholas enough and respected Laura enough. That if she knew something was going on that was like hurting him health wise or going to hurt him, she would tell Laura. But Laura didn't need to know who the affair was with. But just that look was priceless. And like Trina even was well, like, Trina was what? the one I had to tell him. Yeah. Because Spencer approached Nicholas about the pregnancy and was like, Yeah, you're the dad. Seriously? Right. Like, this is messed up, dude. Yep. And then Trina, I like that Trina was the one to break it to Ava. I really, I really do because their little friendship. Right. And Trina didn't know at that point what she was all exposing by letting her know that. So it was appropriate that she would have said, oh my gosh, and she's pregnant. It was a great scene. There were so many. That was. Really, really good scenes. And I know you don't like her, but Nina did a great job with Liesl. Sure. Getting her to not kill Yes, as getting her to she did a as really, really putting the good pieces job. together. Good job, Nina. Only because your crazy mind works the same way. How many people's babies have you stolen? But okay, she said that though. She did without apology, yeah, or without excuses. Yep, I liked that. That was probably the first time that she owned I, something without a but. I was waiting for her to say, "But if you do steal the baby, can I have it?" Because I like to do that. Oh dear. <laughs> And then Spencer going to Cameron and being like, hey, do you have any advice on being a big brother? I thought that was sweet, though. Oh, but I love how he quickly sidestepped whenever he said something about, do you want to talk about, like, are you talking about our parents? And Cameron was like, what? And he's like, well, no. And he very quickly caught on to he has no clue. There has got to be another way around this. And they were able to just move on. And Cam didn't think another thing about it. Not a clue. I didn't like that Spencer was the one that pointed out to Cam that Joss and him breaking up probably had something to do with Dex. Because I feel like, yes, it was messy because of Dex, but Jocelyn was going to break up with Cameron anyway. The feelings were already fizzling before Dex showed up. Probably because of the traumatic sex tape stuff. I think they were in a rough patch and it was kind of at a, or she was at least at a, do we work on it or go our separate ways? Yeah. See, I feel like she had already decided they were going their separate ways, except for the fact she didn't want to hurt her friend. And then Dex just complicated it more because she started having feelings for him. I want to know how she did not break a heel. Her ankle. I was weird. Or her her ankle. I feel like her heel did do something and that was why she kind of fell. But it didn't show that it broke off all the way. Like, I don't know if it just started breaking or what. But I thought that her ankle was going to be messed up. And then that was not the case. And I was half right on she was going to see him shoot someone. And that was going to trigger the conflicting. Yeah. This one was done in a heroic way. I think the difference between Dex and Joss and Carly and Jason is that Jason put up a wall and was like, you don't want to know and we're not going to discuss it and I'm not going to get you into it. Dex is a little softer though, which is why I think Jocelyn can justify it in her head. If he explained like, 
I shot, I didn't shoot to kill because I didn't have a clear shot. I didn't want to shoot Brit. Right. And I took the gun casing because I didn't want them to be able to realize that a gun was shot. And I think that it either went into the person's arm or into the water. So there's no bullet anywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Jason would have never explained all that to Carly. No. But I think that where Joss is also going to be conflicted is the gun belongs to Sonny. And she wants him to pay, but then she's also not going to. He's going to end up telling her about Michael. Oh, I think so. Definitely. Yeah. Because she keeps throwing the Sonny stuff up in his face. He eventually is going to be like, no, listen, you're still in danger because it's a screwed up situation. But I'm at least on the right side of trying to get justice. I don't like that she slept with Dex before she broke up with Cam. That really bugged me. Or that her first reason for pushing down her feelings was because of Sonny and not because of her boyfriend. Things happen. Her boyfriend. Things happen. No. There are some people. If you really care about your friend that much, too, that you don't want to hurt them, you break up with them first and then go hook up with them. But she tried. I know she tried, but it didn't happen. He so therefore. There. And those were kind of extenuating circumstances. She was attacked and Dex saved her life. That kind of brings up some extra feelings. It's still not a good reason to cheat. And she needs to be honest with Cam because he is going to tear himself apart trying to figure out what exactly just happened. I had a guy break up with me out of nowhere my senior year of high school. We were great. And I found out six months later that he had kissed somebody else at a party while I was in band. But I tore myself apart for six months until I found that out. He robbed me of knowing that and knowing that he was to blame. He made me question everything. And that's not fair to Cam. And it was not fair to me. That's Cam's decision to make. I agree with it not being fair, but I see Jocelyn's side of sometimes you just get overcome and you make mistakes. It wasn't about hurting Cam. It was about being caught up in the moment. She was aware of it, though. She was too aware of it. I did love that she hated Scotch. I thought that was funny. She was trying to be all, I got this. That was good. Do we want to talk about another loophole? Sure. Liesl was cleaning out Britt's office. Austin came and said, you have enough going on right now. Let me be the one to do this. I will separate what is the hospital's property and what is Britt's property. But yet somehow Willow's chemo papers got put in the box to go home. And it's not like they were folded up and fell out of a book that Nina happened to pick up the book and this paper fell out. They were right there. Yep. Austin would have definitely known what those reports looked like and known that that should get put back to Terry, not... Well, especially where Terry's name was on it and Willow's name was on it. Right. His name was not on it. Yeah. But exactly. Pretty sure that anything to do with a patient's chemotherapy belongs to the hospital, not Brit. And Liesl doesn't need... To hold on to that. Mm -mm. Right. They did surprise me, though, because I thought that... Nina was going to see that piece of paper and that was going to throw us into the storyline of Nina is her mom, blah, 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 blah. But instead, the Friday cliffhanger was that Willow got the phone call that there has been a match. Yes. So even though I still feel like Nina's going to find that out and it's going to go back and forth or whatever, I like that they took it a different way and let her find the match through the registry instead of it being. Do you think it's going to be her dad? No. Okay. I feel maybe like a brother. I or feel a sister. Like it's just going to be Could a be random anyone. 
stranger. Maybe. I feel like it's going to be a stranger. Maybe Nell registered. Oh, that would be sad because she's dead. So she can't give it. We don't know if that Nell's dead. They never found her body on the other side of the river in Pennsylvania. Okay. And Nell would not come back to donate bone marrow. But she would have been on the registry maybe because her kidney had been stolen. And so she wanted another one. I don't know. I don't think you get put on the registry for that. I don't think so either. But maybe her other one was failing. And so therefore she had to because her other one was gone. No. Okay. I'm just going to shut you down. I just went off on the. That's okay. I went off in a deep end. That was fine. I'm just going to shut that all down and say no. I feel like it's going to be a stranger. And that the family portion is going to come about with Nina and all of that. But it will be after the fact. I wish that Austin had been the one to find the paper because I feel like that would have been nice. Another way for him to be interesting and (laughs) for Willow and have another doctor that maybe a way to have Michael soften to Austin being part of the family. Yes. Because I do think that Austin would genuinely just be like, hey, let me help you through this. Right. But then that There's would be another going on. person for Nina to accuse her of having an affair with. Mm. That is true. So. Okay. There's a new horse named Thor. <laughs> is that the baby horse? Yes. Okay. I thought it was cute when Michael stole Wiley's nose. That was cute. <laughs> except for I really loved Wiley's <gasps> reaction to it where he was like, no, that's your thumb. And when my baby sister comes, we're going to protect each other's noses. So just back off, Dad. That was the cutest. It was very cute. That was very, very cute. But then Drew comes in and starts going back to Willow, talking about the Josiah thing. And she's like, yeah, I met him. I flew on a plane. It was my first time on a plane. I don't remember what he looks like. but Right. I mean, fair enough. If she was as young as... But she remembers visiting. I feel like he would have told her that they were investigating people named Josiah first before going and looking through 300 Josiahs. Because maybe you could narrow this down and tell me it has to be one of these 50 instead of me wasting my time on 300. Or did he also go by another name because, you know, Harmony was Lorraine. Did he have another name that maybe Josiah was his cult name, but amongst the people he was also known as bob right but a different name than bob because i feel like josiah bob is weird <laughs> i'm sorry if your name maybe is joe. josiah bob maybe joe josiah joe jj just they're just shortening josiah down to joe oh okay or you could do that because that would make sense uh-huh but then that doesn't give it a second name to pair with josiah that's true that's where i was going yeah with it would be totally different. adding something i got you to the search Make that filter, like, yeah, filtering. Make the filter <laughs> filter. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I, I feel like now Drew can drop all of that, though. Well, do you think that he's going to? Because Willow has been very adamant about still wanting to know stuff about her past, about her family. I think he's still going to continue. I think he's going to dig up a whole new can of worms, though, because I don't think Harmony left anything behind for them to find. Just that box. That was Neil's box. Yeah. That went to Brandon. Where'd that box go? Did Harmony wind up with that box? Do you know what I'm talking about? All the patient files? 
What happened to that? Because that's how he wound up. I thought Alexis blackmailing. Okay, and then that's how she found out about Neil. I don't remember. I don't either. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, quick trip back to Kelly's. Orange is decaf, which is exactly the opposite of double espresso. Yes. And I feel like everyone knows that. That's like a universal thing. Yeah. Do restaurants sometimes dump the decaf into the regular one? Who's to say? Ew. I would be so mad. Decaf. If it is late in the night and somebody asks for coffee and you have half a pot of decaf and like no coffee and you're about to close, I'm sorry. It might happen. Well, that's disappointing. Sorry for all the people that I did not wow. caffeinate. So disappointing. I used to have low morals. You did. You did. <laughs> I gave someone decaf instead of regular. I'm sorry. You should be sorry. You better say some extra prayers, man. Just wrong. Anyway. Oh, but still at Kelly's was on New Year's Eve was Dante and Sam. And he was talking about how he, I liked her reassurance though, that have you ever been in the position to actually arrest Sonny and you didn't do it? I liked that she reassured him that I he's like, not a bad cop. I like the reassurance because that's what girlfriends are supposed to do. But I'm also tired of hearing Dante whine about this because he does it like every six months or so. Gee, am I a bad cop because I love my dad? We've had this conversation like 600 times because he beats himself up about it every time. Either resign because you feel that bad or just be quiet and keep moving forward because you're not that bad. Pick a side. Okay. But she did do a good job of being supportive girlfriend. Yes. And Kelly's also has huge brownies because that's all that I really got out of Scott and Cam catching up. I I think they were just trying to explain where Scott was, like why he wouldn't have been with Liesl. And so they had to put him somewhere. So they were like, hey, let's say he got called away and he's going to stop at Kelly's for a brownie and ask Liesl to meet him there. Okay. That was a big brownie. You could eat that brownie by yourself. I absolutely could, but it was a big brownie. They needed some ice cream and some chocolate drizzle on top and we could still eat it ourselves. So, but it was nice of Scott. To reinforce that grandpa role and be like, are you okay, Cam? And, you know, if you need anything, if you need money for anything, yeah. like, I am still here for you, even though Franco is not around. Yes. That was sweet. I like that they're showing Scott's softer side. Yes. And then Maxie was being hounded by the press and it wasn't Smoltz. It wasn't Smoltz. I was kind of bummed the... out about that. No. He should have learned his lesson from Sasha. That is true. That is Fair enough. <gasps> what if it's one of the reporters is also the hook? Oh, and on that would be interesting. Because they were re- doing the reporting on Trina. Right. And they feel like she was wrongly let go. And so now Ooh. they're going to get the revenge. That I would like. Let's do that. If we haven't written that In connection yet, with Heather it. somehow. Yeah. Maybe they were a reporter in, whatchamacallit, for Doctors Without Borders or whatever the heck that was. And that's how they knew about the poison for Garrett. I was really happy that Nina did tell Brad and Maxie. Yes. That was. I will give you that moment. Nina, Nina was, was good okay this week. in that moment. Nina was good this week. I don't know if I'll give her the whole week. Because I'm I'll sure give her I the whole week. take apart something that she did wrong. But in that moment. <laughs> but nothing comes to good. mind. So therefore she was good in the week. 
She's good in that moment. Okay. I will give you your moment where she was not. When she basically said, Aunt Liesl asked me to do this, but I don't feel like it. So I'm going to make you. Right. Right. Saying that. If she had just said, Aunt Liesl asked me to pick out an outfit, but the two of you knew her so much better Mm -hmm. and better her style. sense, anything. But just, Would you mind helping me? Yeah. But instead of saying that, I don't want to. Right. Okay. There you go. I gave you your moment. Thank you. You're exactly right. Especially because if the mom of the deceased person asks you to do something, I feel like you're not allowed to say, "Eh, I don't feel like it. Nope. And pass it on. I do not drink beer. At our mutual friend's dad's memorial, all he wanted was people to drink a beer while listening to Copperhead Road. And I drank a beer because I am not going to not do that. Right. Exactly. Unless I was allergic to beer, in which case that's a whole different story. But But I don't think that the editor owner of a fashion magazine is allergic to fashion. Right. But I did like Brad Brad and Maxie kind of arguing about what I like. I'm going to like their friendship. Yeah. I don't think, I think both of them know that they're not going to replace Brit, Brit. but that they are going to find comfort in the memories they share of Brit. Well, especially when Brad said that Brit was his only friend. I, oh, Brad killed me this week. But when he said that, like, Brit was his only friend and she said, no, remember, she wanted us to get together for a reason. Let's, yeah, do something. So I at least hope that they do give her a proper burial, burial, funeral, whatever. I hope so too. Yes. Oh, but then also at the hospital was. Sonny asking Nicholas, and this is when he attacked Nicholas, mm-hmm. because he's like, how's Spencer taking the news? And he's like, he's not answering my texts or calls. Right. And Sonny's like, how about you be a father and find your kid? Because you know that this is going to be devastating. It's not like Nicholas ran in and was like, has anybody seen Spencer? Right. I can't find him. I need to give him this information. Right. Yes. Oh, Sonny was good this week yeah. with Spencer because then they're at Kelly's and he's talking. Spencer's talking about how much he doesn't want to go home. He can't face Nicholas right now. He can't deal with this. And Sonny's like, you could just come home with me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. He's your uncle. Go ahead. And he's no worse than your uncle Victor. So but come on. Doesn't Victor have to be the one that he's with? I mean, he's around all the time without Victor, so I'm not sure how closely but I mean, like, Victor's monitoring him. But yes, but he's actually, like he's to supposed to be. I don't think he's supposed to be with him 24 seven, but I think he's supposed to be the one that he stays but with. He knows, yeah, he's like aware of him. But I feel like Sonny will go up against Victor any day. So well, and I think that that's. I mean, obviously, I'm not a judge, and the laws are the laws, and right, they are supposed to be. However. I feel if Spencer went to court and said, I just found out that my father slept with my ex-girlfriend and she's carrying his baby. I didn't want to spend the night at that house. Right. And one of my good friends died. And yes. Protecting one of my other good friends. Yes. So I stayed. And my other uncle offered, you know, the mobster. Right. Not the world dominating. Yes. You mean the coffee importer. The coffee importer. Not the ace princess freeze the world guy. Yeah wanted me to stay in the night so i did but i just thought it was a really good scene with sunny telling him and not he didn't just blurt it out but he softened it but didn't sugarcoat it yeah he was just like okay there was another hook attack it was brit yeah 
It does make me so sad because I like the friendship between him and between Spencer and Britt. Mm-hmm. But then Dex went to Carly's. Yeah. To tell Joss she's going to be messed up yes. over this. Yes. But I like that she's talking to Carly and yes. explaining. I, I went to break up with him and he wasn't there. And so then I went to the Haunted Star and that's when the hook stuff happened and Britt seemed fine. And so then I went back with Dex for a little while because I was like shooken up. And then I went and did the whole breakup thing because I wasn't letting it go a whole nother day without saying something. And I think if anyone is going to understand, because Carly straight up asked her, why would you leave her? Yes. And when she mentioned the gun. Right. If anyone's going to understand it, that's Carly. Right. Oh, but there was a picture on the fridge of a family. Right. I didn't get who all those people were. Because, so I'm I'm thinking there was a blonde, and that was Joss, because I'm thinking it was done by Avery. Okay. So it would have been Joss, then Avery, and then Carly was in the middle next to a guy. So I'm going to say that that was Sonny. Okay. And then there was three boys, Dante and Michael. I guess. I don't know. Those are the only ones I could really think of. Because those are her brothers. Hmm. Join us as we are critiquing a... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She sees Sunny all the time. So she should see Dante. But she doesn't see Michael all the time. Because I would have said it was Michael and if it was a littler boy, Wiley. Mm. No, I feel like they were definitely older. Huh. They were taller in the picture. Okay. Can you guys start putting names on things for right, us, please? Right. Maybe Explain. It's, maybe it's Sonny's bodyguards. They're just always with them. So she thinks they're part of the family. I don't know. Or was it Donna? Joss, Carly, Sonny, Michael. I don't know. It would have to be Dante still. Just yeah. because Sonny's right. biological son right yeah. that's the only people i can think of but i don't know because donna was born after morgan passed so right she does yeah mm -hmm. yeah I don't, know. I don't know i saw it and i quickly was like i don't know who that's supposed to be because it didn't make sense to me <laughs> so i let it go <laughs> i did not of course <laughs> Ooh, but liz asking nicholas if he has a death wish i cannot wait for Liz to finally get all the clarification that she needs and be right there with Ava going, no, wait, okay, this is messed up. I may get in trouble, but let me explain to you what is going on. Right. Because Nicholas is just trying to have his cake and eat it too all over the place with manipulating these ladies and none of them are that stupid. Right. And then there was really just two other things Felicia had to tell Cody yes. about Brit. Oh, I hope Cody tells Mac the truth soon. I hope so, too. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I hope that it happens. Like, I got a call from the lab, and they said they messed up. Here you go. That's I don't understand why Mac wasn't the one to do it. I understand the actor may not have been available, but... Right. That... Send Robert? Either one of them, but they were trying to explain it like they were working the case, so they couldn't yeah. be there. And Felicia did a good job. She did. She definitely... And you got to find out about your new pony. You're welcome. <laughs> no, they talked about Thor with uh, Wiley because he wanted to go see the horse. 
So it was, oh, he did say that he delivered. Yes. The new full. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. What was the other one? Portia and Curtis. He brought her a Calathea for new beginnings and they started talking about their futures. Oh. Yeah. That was so boring that didn't even it register totally in random. my mind. It was like, you, you have to be so sad. Here's a flower. What? Right. I think that was it. I think that was it. It all really went together it did. well this week. That it, everything just kind of happened and it made sense. We like when that happens. We Thank do. You. It, I like when I don't even realize. Seriously, I got to the end of Friday and was like, wait, that's the end? I felt like I should have at least one more episode. Well, technically we should have because it was only a four-part yeah, week. But, but I had already known I had watched the other ones. Right. So I thought that I had just not started Friday. Do-do-do. Reality check. So what was your fun reality? I was sick on and off most of the week. Oh, yay. Yay. It was fantastic. I had a headache. So we last recorded the afternoon of New Year's Eve and we had our bourbon drink. And I have had bourbon plenty of times. Yeah. And something, I don't think it was the drink. I really, really don't. Right. And I've had sake plenty of times and I love ginger beer. So. Right. We're good. I didn't have any champagne i fell asleep at like eight oh my gosh. <laughs> and well it might have been nine and then woke up at eleven thirty, and then went back to sleep but i was just exhausted and i had this headache for like four days oh but then on tuesday our mutual friend shared that her daughter was getting sick and yes. i was like okay i have been nauseous for three days with this headache mm -hmm. and i got migraines 17 years ago so it's not like I'm a frequent right. migraine person. Every now and again, I'll get like a bad enough headache that I'm like, okay, I definitely need to sleep. But yeah, whatever. That was, that was pretty much my week because oh. I was looking for opportunities to nap in between everything because I just felt, and there was one day where I was just feeling super shaky, but I'm good now. Rest is best. Yes. <laughs> I like my sleep. Oh, me too. What about you? Oh, yeah. My husband's birthday was on Thursday and yeah. we went out to Longhorn. With the kids on Friday. Nice. And this is my last weekend with my son home because next weekend he'll go to see his dad. Mm. For two months, but still. Sad. But it'll be good for him to get back into the swing of I college know. life. This whole grown up thing. Yeah. Kind of. He's doing a really good job at it. He you should is. Be proud. I am. Come on. I am. <laughs> you can be proud and sad at the same time. Yes, I know. I feel that very often when I hang out with my adult son. So there you go. Um, my week was pretty boring. I didn't have anything super exciting going on. I got to spend Thursday, I think it was. Maybe it was Friday. Friday with um my mom we haven't had like a shopping day in a while oh that's nice and she doesn't get to get out as much as she would like and so emily was off also so the three of us went out shopping and getting Aww. some good deals on stuff and just you know hanging with her so that was nice and then we went back to her house to play cards with my brother and it was like nine o'clock and Madeline's like, my throat hurts. I'm like, oh, that's because you've just been yelling, calm down, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, then I let her sleep with me Friday night and she was all over the place and talking in her sleep and whatever. And then she woke up and she was like, my throat really hurts. And so sure enough, 
yesterday morning. I looked in her throat and it's all gross and nasty with white bumps on it. And I was like, yes, you have strep. Let's go to the doctor and get Aww. some amoxicillin. There is an amoxicillin shortage. There is. Yes. And so the doctor is like telling me, um, I was kind of annoyed because our children's express, you can make an appointment. And I made an appointment and I went and checked in, but they forgot to check me in. So they took three other people that came in after us before me. And so by the time we went back there, you know, they just jammed the swabby in and they're like, oh yeah, it's strep. Well, then the pharmacies are closing because you wasted an extra hour of my time of me sitting in the thing. And it was totally just a mistake and you could tell the receptionist was trying to fix it like calling back there or whatever so i did not get upset because human error happens but at the same time i was like if we would have had the appointment on time right, i would have just to get... gone right to the pharmacy and hopefully they would have had it but she told us like 10 different pharmacies in our area that didn't have it and said to go to like the private pharmacies but i guess some of those aren't open today and so she's like you'll have to start medicine on monday but i lucked yeah. out and there was a pharmacy um, that was open until nine and I called them and they had it. So I was able to get it last night. So nice. she has started her meds and feeling better and whatever, but it's just going around, man. Everybody, all these kids in school age, strep, strep, strep. So yuck. Good time. It's we good started time. off the new year. Well, <laughs> right. Hopefully all of the sickness is gone now. Yeah. And the rest of the year, we will all be good. So I like it. Yes. Get it out of the way. So join us on Thursday as we talk about the Haunted Star. I can't wait to hear about all the different parties that have been there. Yeah. I want to run down of all that. That would be fun. Wish we were invited. So anyway, have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.